This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tenderflitti. Solo this time, going boldly into the unknown, finding the deeper truths about our existence and sharing it with you, my beloved listener. Uh, in this episode, I talk about stress. And I use my experience in <laughs> trying to be a hip-hop dancer as a grown-up to delve into the stressful realities of Ulf's life. Enjoy. Stress. That's a stressful word, isn't it? Now, stress can either be a noun or a verb. As a noun, it could either be pressure or tension exerted on a material object, like stress on the bridge or pressure, tension or strain. And it can also be a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. It is also a verb, and it can give particular emphasis on the important to a point statement or an idea made in speech or writing, or if you're subject to pressure or tension. Now, in a sense, the human body is a material object, and it could be put under a lot of pressure and or tension, putting our mental and emotional state in this state of stress. But what is stress? Like, typically, and I'd say earlier in my life, stress would be something I would try to avoid, right? Because when I was stressed, I was uncomfortable. And when I was uncomfortable, I didn't feel good. And I wanted to feel good all the time. So if I could avoid the stress, that would be great. So I'd label situations or circumstances that I felt would be stressful as things that I wanted to avoid so that I could not feel stressed and if I did feel really stressed I'd make sure note of it to avoid that in the future now lately I've started looking at stress in a different way actually more of like a friend because this stress is is and a reminder of something. It's an inv invitation, even, I think is a good word. Because when you're doing something and, and, and you, you're becoming stressed and you're sort of pushing yourself into something that you're not comfortable with, well, it, it does sort of 
indicate that you're there's some pressure on parts of you that that is straining you over your limits and uh, it might be like that that might actually be something that you need to investigate further not avoiding it but actually going into it like a couple couple years ago i i started dancing now i've never danced my entire life because i uh, i was a tall tall kid and uh, i was convinced that i was not very uh, well my limbs i was very like uh, my movements weren't were like jagged and and not very smooth and and uh, i had long legs and long arms and well motorically speaking i wasn't very elegant so so i and and i was taller than everyone else so i was convinced that everyone would look at me if i danced and and would see how i was not <laughs> in any way shape or form dancing so if there was a situation as as a child or, or as a teenager where where dancing was involved, involved, I would become quite stressed and and uncomfortable, and and I would try to avoid situations where dancing would be something that would be happening, unless maybe I was really drunk. Because interestingly enough, then I forgot that I couldn't dance. But so, as an adult, obviously you rarely have to do things that you don't want to do because you're an adult. You can decide for yourself, so you can easily avoid these things that you find stressful. So I, well, didn't have to dance unless I was drunk or could do it in a silly way as to not be serious about it. But then when my wife was pregnant with our third child, she had been going to dance lessons at this local studio, uh, as had my two kids. And uh, at that point in her pregnancy, she couldn't dance anymore. And, And my son and my daughter said to me that they thought it was my turn to dance because, well, I'd been not not dancing all the time and everyone else was dancing, so why shouldn't I dance? And and I was kind of taken aback at that question because yeah, why 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 shouldn't I? So I I felt felt sort of like the calling to to adventure and obviously I did get that tingling feeling in the back of my mind of this this is not going to be this is going to be stressful this is going to be uh this is not going to be fun but at the same time i had been with my kids watched them dance and seen how much they enjoyed just being in their bodies dancing so i was tempted to give it another shot and so i looked at like the different 
lessons you could take at the at the, at the local uh, studio and uh, and at first I was like, well, they have yoga over there, so I can do yoga. It's it seems I've never done yoga before, so it's, it sounds appropriate. And at that point in time, I was more open to like alternative ways of approaching both exercise, dance, and and well being. So so I was like, hmm, maybe I'll I'll do yoga. But at the same time, it was this this other class that was there's a calling to me which was a a hip-hop hip-hop class and uh i've been like in like when i was 10 i saw some some break dancers at this venue in trondheim where i grew up and and i was i was in awe of these kids who were doing like uh, they were dancing to 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 this new type of music that I had never heard before and, and their moves and their, it was so fresh and so, so, uh, intriguing. But I guess the, the, the big hip hop fans <laughs> faded quite quickly in Trondheim. And also, as you know from beforehand in this episode, I, had concluded that I could not dance, so it was never an option for me to pursue a career in in break dancing. Anyways, even though I secretly <sighs> thought it looked really, really, really cool to be able to to dance so freely to to the rhythms of of especially hip hop music, which also spoke to me very like the rhythm and and just the the beat of it all. Um, so back to a couple of years ago when I was standing there looking at these different options and, and there was a hip-hop class for grown-ups I was like, well, I'm a grown-up and uh, and I guess this is it and my son was also dancing hip-hop at the time so, okay, let's do it let's let's enroll into the hip-hop class and, and uh and when I went to the first 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 uh, dance class, I was so scared. And and when I came in, I was uh, first of all I was the only male person in the group, except for the for our teacher Thomas, who I must say is a great <laughs> dance teacher. I am he's amazing, and. Uh, uh, I felt really insecure and I was quite stressed at the sheer fact that it began to dawn on me that, that but oh, if you, you, you can't dance, what are you doing here? Are you going to pretend like you, you, you know how to dance? But uh, uh, Thomas was very, well, he was, a, he was the perfect mentor for me at the time, still is. Uh, in terms of just not being so hard on myself and just and just trying trying my best and and like I I'm confronted my fear and I and I I I stayed in this stressful situation and and after a couple of sessions I I started to f- feel that I could 
I could actually do some of these things that I could actually improve that this was a skill I could actually acquire. Uh, but then something really, really interesting happened because uh, uh, at that point uh, I was I was feeling a, a bit more confident uh, dancing uh, in this group of other people. Uh, but all of a sudden Thomas came over to me to to give me some pointers to to help me improve my uh, my skill as a hip hop dancer, and I became ten years like in the blink of an eye. I was I was a kid again, and I was scared shitless because he'd seen me dance, and obviously I couldn't. So he had all these um, points he made out as to how. I could do it better, and and I became so stressed, and my entire body just, I just froze, and I was like, how can I get out of this situation? Why did I? Why did I come here? Why did I do this to myself? This is horrible. I feel useless. I feel like shit, and and uh, and I remember very clearly, like after that. That, that dancing lesson, I, I I went home and I was like, I'm never going back there again because that was that was horrible. I would never want to su- to suggest subject myself to to something as awful as that ever again. Uh, but at the same time, there was this voice inside of me saying that uh, I should go back there again. And so I decided to confront this fear of of this numbing <laughs> numbing sensation where the stress just got the better of me. So, so the next time around I I spoke to Thomas and I told him about my experience. I shared my vulnerability. Because it was important for me to to be honest and, and to actually investigate what was this thing and what was happening and and uh he was very understanding and and and, uh, and I think like the most important part was not what he had he didn't have to do anything there was nothing he needed to do it was just me needing to actually say out loud what I was afraid of and uh, and then like gradually. Uh, over the course of maybe the next 10 lessons or so I I became more comfortable with the fact that every once in a while Thomas would actually give me some some pointers as to how to do some type of footwork or with my arms or posture or whatever and uh, and I I I I managed quite well and I I I could do it without have the stress take over completely and and uh, and uh, stop me from being able to do something that I realize that I truly really enjoy. I love dancing, and if I'd let let's say my 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 childhood trauma <laughs> self inflicted for sure. Um, insisting that I this was something I could not do and then 
when it popped up again, actually confronting it, going going into the eye of the storm and actually staying in the situation, I could actually master it and, and improve myself. Now, I also have to confess, now this is, I think, two or three years ago, and I'm, I'm still dancing in the same dance class. It's, it's so wonderful and it's uh, um, truly a highlight of my week, um, being together with other people, just dancing and, and, and uh, challenging myself to actually dare to let go of this fear of looking like an idiot and actually daring to look awesome which is harder than you think because it's all in your head but to this day if someone looks at me or pays attention to me when I'm dancing it's still there it's always gonna be there and confronting your fears and seeing what what makes stress this this trigger of yours it's not about getting rid of it it's about shining a light on it and seeing that it's there and that is it is your friend and it's it was originally there to protect me but now i i need to include it and i need to let it be a part of me and then we can actually dance together me and my stressed out fearful friend 10 year old Ulf (laughs) he's a cool kid I like that guy and now I have children of my own and uh there was this, and um, my son is nine years old, and and we were at this, um, and we were at the library, and they had a, uh, well, like a sort of quiz where you walked around the library and found these different questions and had to answer them, and they said we had like a half an hour to complete this task, and there were ten questions hidden around the library. It's, it's a rather big library, so it's like three floors, and and uh, and my son became quite anxious as to if we could manage to find all the questions and answer all of them in time. And I saw so clearly, like I recall in myself, how instead of it becoming a joyful task of of these quests of these puzzles. He became very, uh, well, annoyed and 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 didn't enjoy himself at all. And the questions were difficult, and nothing seemed to be any fun uh, because he was so so stressed about the, like the time frame of it all. Would because how, how long is half an hour? Will we be too late? And and if we're too late, will we then miss the? Uh, they would draw a random uh, 
kid who would get a prize. And the prize, you know, that's that's something to look forward to, right? The the great prize at the end and and he had his eye on the prize and, and he was so caught up in the the fear of of missing out, of of not being there in time that that what was supposed to be a fun fun exercise became more stressful and and I think it's so interesting to see how we well when we put all our efforts into sort of performing and and we want to see these results and if we don't see them or if we if we fail then then we've blown it then we're screwed then then it's over and that's not the case at all but we so so easily forget that and and i think it's important really important to to remind ourselves because as adults we are the mirrors whom our children reflect themselves in as they are to us and when they see how we approach life as a make it or or break it type exercise they see how much we stress about all these different tasks that we perform in everyday life and and how how important it is for us not to fail at them because if we fail then we're useless human beings just holding up space on planet earth and who wants to who wants to be that because i i think it's so it's so fantastic how 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 when you're in a situation right so you're going to the grocery store and you you're going to buy 20 items on the shopping list and then you look at the look at your watch and you see like okay i should i need to get out of here in like 20 minutes so i need to be really quick about finding these grocery items and you run around the store like crazy and and for some strange reason the butter is not where it used to be or supposed to be and they're out of flour and and nothing just seems to match your expectation of what the thing is is going to be like and your stress level rises accordingly it's almost as if the whole thing is is pushing you towards a realization that this that's that what you're pursuing is not that's not the goal because you can go to the store and you 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 can do the task and you can just perform at the best of your ability and if you're late you're late and the next time around you might do it differently but we're always trying to get ahead of ourselves as to avoid these unavoidable things which is failing and stress is an important reminder that it's okay to fail 
because stress is the trigger that sort of fools you into believing that if you if you mess this up then you're royally screwed then you'll be abolished sent out into the desert to die alone a sad and pitiful death but that's just that's just on sur- that's just the surface level I remember this this film which I I really thoroughly enjoyed in that manner which is the um, Charlize Theron plays the lead in in the remake of of Mad Max now she is a slave to this horrible horrible monster of a human being who holds women captive as as a as a sort of freak harem for his his empire and uh, she tries to escape this hell on earth to get back home to where she came from which was this innocent place this garden of eden so she runs flees away from this horrible stressful place where she cannot blossom and when she finally gets to the point where she thought she wanted to go there is nothing there because that's that's not where the life is that's not where the magic happens it's just a gigantic detour and I guess spoiler alert watch watch the film it's a good film it's like the cinematography is insane and and the the theme and just the emotional effect of the film I think is is uh, I highly recommend it but just he's gone all his way to 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 escape what made life so difficult only to find out that the only only way is through because by that time hell has followed her because you cannot escape hell you can only confront hell to see that hell is an illusion that you created yourself so she confronts her greatest fear and then she's almighty and she can actually create heaven on earth out of the hell that she so desperately wanted to be free from And stress is then another invitation in for you to look at these things that you don't want to look at. You know, when you're lighting your fourth cigarette that day, because it's just so hard showing up to your work. Some situation in your life that feels unbearable. That's actually an invitation to see that you can actually bear this and you are so much more and you are so much more powerful than the part you're pretending to be, pretending to be a poor little me stuck in an insignificant corner of the universe performing a mundane task which makes no point only to die disappear 
And you know, my friend, you can never die. You can never disappear. You've always been here and you will always be here. And all the things that's poking at you are friendly reminders of what you really are and of your true potential. So the next time stress comes along, open the door, let the stress come in and see what stress has to tell you and listen and you will learn and you will grow and we all (laughs) reap the benefits of your growth because this is a group effort we're in this together my friend and we can't fail this place is unfuckupable for sure thank you you've been listening to the infinite podcast with Ulf Tullivriti <laughs> and me Estein Rabbe thanks so much for listening and uh, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes Spotify yeah and um, yeah or on Facebook or yeah follow us on Facebook yeah uh, and also we've now made a Patreon account yes so if you like this podcast and uh, would like to support us go to Patreon and check out our Infinite podcast site there um, your support would well, yeah would would make really it possible it. for us to to make more podcasts it takes a lot of time we enjoy it so much to do it uh, but we also have you know regular jobs to pay the bills and our dream is to be able to do this full time yeah and, this, um, this is our full time and this we're taking our baby steps uh, yeah. towards that dream and we want to make more episodes and uh, continue to share it with you so that would be great actually I realize when we talk about it we haven't even explained what Patreon actually is so we'll yeah it's like a s- support site where you can um, support uh, a uh, well, a business or a artist or an artist or whatever creator um, that makes something with um, I guess like monthly um, donations could yeah. be like from a dollar and upwards yeah right so a- a- anything would be would be great we would be so thankful and, and you would be thankful because we're doing yeah. this for you yeah and it actually gives it's um, it's a good feeling sometimes to actually help the things you care about so if you're listening to uh, to us and you you care <laughs> care about us <laughs> but I mean I mean seriously it, it's it's uh, it's a good thing to to contribute to the things that 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 matters to you. So yeah, we're not asking you to to uh, to pay unless you actually want to see this podcast uh, grow and and uh, yeah unfold into to what it's about to become. Infinite greatness. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>